Welcome to the Lost Lowdown with Claude and Justin. What's up, guys? We are talking about Locke. <laughs> we and, talk about uh, Locke sometimes on the Lost Lowdown. Yeah, we do. He comes up every now and then. Uh, but uh, I had this uh, random uh, conceit. Uh, I wanted to flesh out this idea that Locke is uh, Locke is the ultimate villain on the show. Um, for for reasons we'll get into. All right. So yeah, let's talk about that. Let's do it. Yeah. So just thinking about what we were talking about with Locke on the previous podcast, and and and, and how he, he his his character arc is so bad, you know, it, it, just in terms of not actually overcoming anything, mm-hmm. uh, not having a real character arc, and and just causing havoc for everyone he meets. Until the bitter end, uh, and, and then he gets such a horrible death, and I just, it's just like, why, 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 why? And, and it dawned on me that, like, if you, it, you could, if you think about it, Locke is the biggest villain on the show because he starts with the main group, right? So he's he's causing trouble from the beginning, mm-hmm. uh, and then all of the major um, events on the show. I believe, you know, not, with some exceptions, of course, uh, Locke is responsible for. Mm-hmm. So, especially in the beginning, right? So you got, you got obviously Locke finding the hatch and not telling people, right? Getting Boone killed. So those right. are huge things right there. Yeah. Uh, then, then season two, you know, you've got Locke uh, and Echo in the hatch, and that leading to the hatch imploding. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's a huge thing. Definitely. Season three, you got him blowing up the submarine. Yeah. You know? So, like, already, once each season, he's doing something catastrophic that affects <laughs> every single other person. That's right? true. That, like, Ben's not even trying to do. Right. That Smokey's not even trying to mm-hmm. do. And Black has no, that's not even dealing with what these characters are doing. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's got his so own he, problems. So, yeah, so he's already causing havoc, irreparable damage to mm-hmm. these people. You know, he kills Naomi later. Uh, right. Like, like every, right. like, he, he's, he's just, he's, he's, um, you know, unstoppable in his havoc causing yeah and so and so all that stuff with the fact that he he from the pilot he's you know he's around and i feel like you know the way i want to describe it is he's like kaiser sose he's like the guy who's causing all the problems but he's but you know he's verbal kent and it's like a verbal kent doesn't know he's kaiser sose right no so so Locke is a super villain who doesn't know he's a super villain Which is a which is like even worse somehow. Right. You no, know, it's almost like Don Quixote. Yeah. But like, but like he's he's killing people. The evil, yeah. Like the evil version where he, oops, did I destroy that? You right. Know? Like, right. He's just this. He comes across as inept, but he's really super powerful. I just it's, thought it was a windmill. Like, what's the yeah. <laughs> oh, I burned the whole village down. <laughs> oh, I was trying to save you from the dragon. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I don't yeah. know what you think about that, but I, 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 it dawned on me that, like, if you really want to paint out who the villains of the show are, uh, at least antagonist, you know, in, in terms of what the word antagonist means, like, who causes the most change for your protagonist, mm-hmm. you know, like, it's Locke. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right, and I guess, like, um, a part of my not liking some of the things his character does like comes down to him playing that role, but me not wanting to view him that way. Yeah. 
Um, and I, I feel like maybe that's, you know, for the audience in general, like kind of a, a conflict with him where it's like he's portrayed for the most part as a good guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think season three is maybe the exception to that. Um where he really does seem to be going rogue in season three. Yeah. Uh, to to the to the extent that I kind of feel like the audience is naturally like, okay, he's a little like crazy right now. Yeah. Um, but I think um, uh, but I think we're supposed to be back on board with him, you know, because like in a sense he's right about the freighter. Mm-hmm. Um. And, you know, we're, you know, he's invested in the island mysteries. I think that puts us, you know, in his uh, camp, at least those of us who care about the mysteries. Um, The one character who's actually, like, interested in them. uh, I think there's a natural sympathy there. Yeah, for sure. You know, he wants to know a lot of the same answers we do. But, yeah, because of his destructive personality, and, yeah, like, basically his story is... Locke has this one problem, and he always has this problem, and it causes bad things to happen to him all the time. <laughs> um, and so, like, that that is a very frustrating thing for a character that you're supposed to root for. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, it puts you in an awkward position. And it is true that, like, um, even though he is manipulated by others and, uh, you know, bad things are done to him, that are default of others there, there is, they do take a lot of pains to show his own responsibility yeah. um, for those bad, like he goes and, you know, he spills to his dad about the guy, you know, and kind of yeah. gets the guy killed, even though he didn't do it. It's still like, he could have, you know, if he hadn't handled the situation that way, like that guy could have lived. Mm-hmm. You know, and then he goes to confront his dad, already thinking he might have committed a murder. <laughs> and <laughs> and he gets pushed out a window, and he's like, well, how did that happen? Yeah, he came to come and yell at the murderer for yeah. murder. Yeah. And then he gets almost murdered. Yeah, and it's like, well, you know, if you really thought that he might have done that, you should know he's dangerous. You should have called the cops and said, I think my dad just killed yes. this guy, and why don't you guys handle it? Yeah, exactly, but, like, he makes it personal, and he's still, like, kind of protecting him. Yeah. And it's just, like, it's pathetic, it's horrible. Mm-hmm. And it does seem like he kind of maintains that relationship um you know, with the island, and that's sort of what the, where the smoke monster steps in and takes that same role where, like, he feels this loyalty to this thing that's just using him and doesn't mm-hmm. doesn't care about him at all. And so uh, I, I think uh, uh, he's, like, he's not... You're right. It, because he doesn't know it, um, he, he doesn't fit into a normal villain, like, role. Yeah, yeah. Um... But his actions, you know, like, you could play him differently, and he would easily be a villain. Yeah, that's what's kind of novel about his, his character, when you view it this way, is, like, he's 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 got this, this top layer, which is, like, oh, law, can't ever win, but this bottom layer where he's just really destructive and causing havoc for everybody, and, and you, you know, you, yeah, you could give those traits to Ben, and it would fit. Yeah, you, know, you expect totally. Ben to do all that stuff, but but Ben doesn't pretend like he doesn't know who he is. 
Right. Or not that Locke is pretending, but I mean, he doesn't come across like he doesn't know who he is. I, ben uh, definitely and, knows who he is. Yeah. He knows what and, he's and doing. And that would be my question for Carlton and Damon is like, did you guys write the world's first unknowing villain, like a villain who doesn't know he's a villain? <laughs> or was this just yeah. an accident and you sloppily wrote a hero who just does bad things? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good question and it's a fair question yeah it, it kind of reminds me of what we just saw in, in expose where like ben like lays out his like way of doing things so clearly where he's like i do what i always do i found mm-hmm. out what he's emotionally invested in and i exploit it and it's like he he knows he's doing that you know, whereas I feel like Locke's the kind of character who might do that, too, but not even realize it. And, and he's going to think he's doing it for some reason, for some good yeah. reason. Some like higher purpose. Some higher purpose. Not just to get what he wants. Exactly. Yeah. He's he's deluded about his own, you know, actions. And I think that's a that's a really strange quality to have for for like an antagonist. Yeah. To, to not really know why they're, you know, what they're what they're really doing. I think, I think that's another like big, uh, like tragic flaw of his character. Like he gets confused between what he wants and what like the universe wants. Yes. (laughs) You know, like he can't tell the difference and sort of, if he doesn't like it, he's like, well then this must not be destiny. Yep. You know? And it's like, that's just kind of a fallacy. Destiny. Yeah. Destiny and fate are what validates his specialness. Yeah. And if it's not validating his specialness, it just doesn't count. It just can't I mean, be. Yeah. It yeah. can't be, I'm going to blow it up. Yeah. <laughs> and also, no up. one else can do it either. Like, that's right. the childish part of his personality, childish, where it's like, yeah. okay, listen, I don't, like, I don't like this toy, and I'm not going to play with it. But also, no one else can play with it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so, yeah, I mean... He he has his reasons, I guess, but yeah, it's it's definitely um, uh, I think it puts it puts his character and the audience in an awkward situation mm-hmm. um, that you know we don't normally find ourselves and and it, it sort of feels like by making Smokey uh, you know take Locke's appearance uh, for you know the last almost the last third of the show mm-hmm. um it's kind of acknowledging what you're saying is correct exactly yeah i think it, it i think that puts the nail on the head that's like okay now we really will have the villain be Locke, and he will you know sort of be the villain on all levels he will know he's the villain yeah now you know and yeah it's sort of like the only way Locke could figure out he was the villain is to die and have someone else person and have, be yeah him. <laughs> and he's like oh now i get it yeah 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 that's that's something like i mean not exactly that because that would be awkward but that is something about the flash sideways that like i do feel like he never he never understood his role he never understood yeah. like what was going on in his life and you know he never got that you know like it felt like jack had that kind of breakthrough mm-hmm. about his own problems yeah. In the flash sideways, and I just I think I think Glock didn't get that. You know? Yeah. I almost feel like you know, maybe Locke was just supposed to be a bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> like his dad, but he kept fighting against it, uh, and it didn't work. 
Um, yeah. 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 And, and he got so caught up in his dad's approval, but uh, his dad's a bad guy. So why would you want a bad guy's approval unless you're a bad guy? Yeah. Yeah. It's like he didn't he didn't know it. And I, yeah. I mean, I remember in season six, a lot of people saying and I think there's some plausibility to this that, you know, they wanted it to be Locke versus Jack. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, cause I mean that thing at the end of season one where, uh, Jack's talking to Kate and he's like, you know, I want to make sure you're with me cause I think we're going to have a lock problem. Yeah. You know? oh, I love that. Yeah. It's great. You know, but there's the follow through on that is weak because like yeah. the lock problem is like, they kind of bicker a lot. <laughs> Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, the bickering sort of grows over time into more serious things, which, like, I think the apotheosis of it is the beginning of season four when Black, uh, Jack tries to shoot him in the face. Yeah, that's <laughs> when they weren't friends anymore. <laughs> can I can I say this, though? I think there's a version of this of Locke's storyline and, and of Lost that's, that's kind of... I, I wish I could create this universe where it happened, because I think it's pretty awesome, which would be... Locke comes to the Locke lands in the plane crash. He can walk again, uh, and then he, uh, you know, basically everything they do on the show except Locke has a plan, right? And like he actually he uses his newfound, you know, uh, walkability <laughs> and the faith that comes with getting his his legs restored, and basically. Uh, uh, you know, causes a rift between the Losties, and mm -hmm. it is him versus Jack, and, and and basically he splits off, you know, kind of what they eventually do, you know, where they split off between two groups, uh, and then he and then he ends up starting like a group like the others, mm -hmm. you know, and then and then eventually leading to him taking over the others, but then actually being the leader of the others for right. real. Right. You know, and actually being a bad guy and actually being a person, you know, like a Widmore or something. Yeah. He's, like, he's kind of bad, but he's also got plans and he just wants to get his plan done. He doesn't want to, like, murder necessarily just indiscriminately, but he's got right. a plan, you know. And then and then at the end of the show, you get real Locke, who has cultivated this 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 uh, leader persona leading the others versus Jack. Right. Who's got the lost, you know, like that could have been a really interesting way to, to play it, but that, that would have taken a lock. Who's not delusional. Right. Right. And they were really, they were really committed to that. Yeah. Uh, idea. I mean, the plot, the plot hinges on that, like very deeply. Yeah. Um, and it's hard to even imagine. I mean, they'd have to do really severe rewrites to to take out that element. I mean, it it kind of just that whole part of the story doesn't work anymore without that aspect of Locke's character. Mm -hmm. But like people were saying that they wanted that, but they I don't know exactly how it happened. And this is you know definitely a, a question for Damon and Carlton. Like like how exactly did they decide on, like, were they committed to certain things about Locke that they couldn't let go of and it, uh, and they couldn't make Locke the bad guy, at least not like in the usual way without letting go of these things. Yeah. You know, like they wanted to preserve somehow the idea that, you know, um, you know, maybe he will succeed <laughs> or maybe mm -hmm. he's right or maybe he's on some kind of path you know, that's leading to enlightenment or, or something. Yeah, I don't know. I think I feel like Locke has so many fatal character flaws. It's like 
He doesn't know when to give up. He misplaces meaning. He wants approval from people he can't get it from. So yeah, I don't know what they could have what they could have altered because uh, they they seem like they want to have all these different elements. You know, because he's got to be gullible. I feel like his superpower is yeah being able to be manipulated by other people. <laughs> right, and like that's inherently um you know that he can't be a normal yeah. villain like that. Exactly. Normal villains aren't like like that's a person you feel sorry for. Yeah. And that's how they played him. Like they sort of played him as pathetic, and you yeah, should... it's like it's like in Winnie the Pooh, but Eeyore come like they're having a picnic. Everyone's having fun. <laughs> it all goes and back then, to Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, it all goes back to Winnie the Pooh because because Locke is Eeyore, and <laughs> and Locke comes in. I mean Eeyore comes in, and he like sits on the honey pot and ruins mm-hmm. the picnic, and like yeah. he, and it's like oh did I do something wrong? And everyone's like Locke, you know Eeyore. And I feel like it's it's like that where like he's he's ruining things uh by trying to help or something. Right. You know, like it's just this really weird quality that um that they were strangely consistent about, which which is which is really odd because it's a strange ca- way to write a character. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, I think there I think probably the thing that's the most villainous about him is that there is a selfishness that's at the root of a lot of his problems um and so like him pursuing these secrets they are for selfish reasons it's not clear that he cares much about the other people yeah you know in terms of like them pursuing what they want or 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 like him finding out these secrets is going to help them in any way like it's it's Mm -hmm. all about him yeah, and there was never a moment where he shared a secret and it backfired. So he goes, okay, I'm never telling anybody anything again. It was yeah. just like from the beginning, he wanted it all to himself. Like he didn't want to share what was going on unless he needed somebody's help. And, you know, that that reminds me of something from um, Airmail, which is that when they are talking to uh, Mikhail in the jungle and he's – He's about to say that Locke's paralyzed, you know, before they're interrupted. Um, that made me re- remember that uh, most of the characters uh, in the show never learn uh, yeah. that he was paralyzed before he crashed on the island. Yeah. You know, the others know because they did research. Um Rose knows because she saw him. Mm-hmm. You know, he tells Boone before he dies. Yeah. But uh, Jack, I think, never knows. <laughs> yeah, and for I example. think that's such a huge thing. And it's like, and that could have been a way for Locke to garner support in the beginning if he was like, listen, everybody. Yeah. Uh, I was in a wheelchair and I'm not, so this island is special. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's it's strange how he keeps it to himself. Um, like I feel like it kind of shows his selfishness. Like he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to share with anyone. Well, and I think part of not telling the wheelchair in the beginning is not only the selfishness, but it's also, um, you know, he wants the opportunity to not be seen like that. Right. Right. And he wants to be the hunter hero guy. And he's like, Oh, okay. I don't want anybody to have sympathy mm-hmm. for me. I want them to respect me. So I'm right. just going to launch into this whole, Oh, definitely. This whole thing. But that's but kind it, of selfish in a way too. Yeah. You know, 
like all about how other people see him and this thing that he wants to be like yeah you know what i mean not like information that might be helpful for them to know yeah at some point yeah you know he's he's um He's a he's a strange character. Yeah, I, I wonder. I wonder. I'd love to ask Carlton Damon about his where he is on the villain scale and if they realize how he comes off or it, like how much of that was purposeful, how much of that was an accident, mm-hmm. or would they go, "What? He's villain? Oh wow, <laughs> didn't know." But you're right. Yeah, yeah. And I I mean I do feel like something about the the way that that arc is extremely dissatisfying is because of that that tension. Yeah. Um, like, I think you can trace it back to that because there's there's those natural tendencies that you want stories to fulfill, and this is kind of fighting against those. Yeah, I mean, I wonder if that's why Ben gets to kill him because, you know, yeah. it's because he did so much bad things to people over the course of the show. Yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. It's almost like he earned it or something, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, even him going to get them to come back was like, you know, yeah. had, had more than a tinge of selfishness about it. Yeah. You know? And so it's, it's, it's strange. Um, uh, they, they, you, you still sympathize with him, even though like, if you step back, it does seem like, uh, he's a surprisingly, um, uh, you know, antagonistic character for the show. Yeah. Um, which is weird. Whereas I think, I think because Ben starts off knowing what he is, mm-hmm. he has a place to go from there. Yeah. You know, and so he's able to, uh, you know, have an arc going in the opposite direction and it works and it feels sort of right. Mm-hmm. You know, um, cause like, you know, you can go you can go either way. I mean, you can have a good guy turn bad or you can have a bad guy turn good. But you can't just have, like, a you know, a good guy who's actually a bad guy and doesn't know it and never realizes that. <laughs> yeah, that's not, that's not one of the main uh, storylines people people generally write. Does the, 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 the guy who doesn't know he's a bad guy and never figures it out. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Like, it's, it's a very strange... Uh, it's a very strange arc. And I yeah, there would be a great question to ask. I do feel like I don't know if it's conscious or unconscious. I wanna say on some level they 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 knew. You know, mm-hmm. because I feel like the show's telling me that. Well, I guess it's, it's more about how, what would they how would they characterize it, right? Yeah. They 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 know what he's doing and why they're having him do it, but what they characterize it is Oh, he's just a selfish guy, or he's the looter. Where they say, "Oh, well, no, he he fits as an antagonist. He's a villain. He's the yeah. he's the, the hidden villain of the show." You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I like I just I sort of feel like having him be the face of evil for the, yeah for the last third of the season like suggests that they they knew mm-hmm. on some level, you know. And the fact that he carries out the first part of his plan, pretending to be Locke, believably. Yeah. You know? And so, like, we... The the thing that's actually, like, evil incarnate, carrying out his evil diabolical plot that may end with the world ending, <laughs> seems like it actually could be Locke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, that's kind of crazy. That is crazy. You know? And uh, I think it suggests that there there is something villainous about Locke and that they knew it. 
Mm-hmm. Either, either like directly or on some subconscious level. Yeah, you know, um, it seems like it's there, but it would be interesting to see what they would say. But I mean, Locke went with him in the church at the end, right? It's right. Like, so on True. on some level, he's 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 Redeemed. not. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's almost like he should have gotten Ben's ending, mm-hmm. uh, where he's like, I'm not ready to move on yet, because I feel like he he needed he hadn't figured anything out. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. I totally agree. He should have that. That's why that scene is so unsatisfying. It's like, and I think, and I think that would have, I mean, it would have been in line with all the other horrible things that happened to his character. Yeah, you know, like if he doesn't get to move on with the whole group, like that would be fitting. Yeah, because they they crapped on him the, the whole show anyway. Yeah, but yeah, it would totally. be great because it'd be like, hey, well, at least he gets a, a eternity to figure himself yeah. out. Yeah, 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 yeah. In a way, that would be better. In in yeah. a way, it, like it kind of feels like this is them, like him, still not, <laughs> yeah, you know, he, to the bitter end, still not yeah. understanding himself. Yeah, exactly. He's smiling like, oh, we're all heroes. Yeah. Like, oh, you didn't get it, dude. You didn't get why your life was so difficult because you were playing the wrong role. Yeah. Like, oh man, the good times we had and all those great things I did for you people. Like, oh man, you guys love me, don't you? <laughs> yeah, that's what he's thinking. It is, and it's weird. Yeah. It's weird when you think about what actually happened. Yeah. Remember when all those people said no to your face when you begged and pleaded yeah. for them to do you one favor and they were like, who are you? What yeah, are you it's like, it's, he's like the elephant in the room. Like, it, yeah. it just doesn't fit, you know? Like, what what's going on? <laughs> is that is that why the elephant in the room is a thing? Because it doesn't fit. Yeah. Is it? Or is it? I thought it was a thing because it stands out. Well, it stands out because it doesn't fit, right? Well, I just thought it stood out because it's an elephant in the room. <laughs> well, yeah, but like, like is an elephant in the room? Even if the room is huge and the elephant does. Oh fit? well, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, usually the rooms are smaller. I don't know what kind of rooms you stay in, but usually. <laughs> Usually the rooms I'm in. I stay in elephant-sized rooms, of course. <laughs> Where there's just enough room for one elephant and me. Um, no, just the way you phrased that, I, I never thought the elephant in the room is a thing because it doesn't fit. I just thought, yeah, yeah it's big, but that's it stands out because it's big, not because yeah. it doesn't fit. But it doesn't fit because it's big. So. Well, I mean, I didn't totally mean that. It's also like it just it doesn't belong. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't fit in that sense. Sure, not oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Size. You know what I mean? Like it's it can be metaphorical. I don't know. I I'm not sure what I meant, but <laughs> no, it worked. Yeah, I'm a little like Locke. I don't even know what I'm talking about most of the time. <laughs> I'm just blowing stuff up and throwing <laughs> knives at people. I yeah. What What do you want from me? Yeah, I wish. I kind of wish there was something to 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 um uh to suggest that um. Uh, that Locke should have been a bad guy, like his dad, or you know, saying uh, something, something like, uh, yeah, you know, your block, your problem is you don't, you don't really know who you are. You yeah, know, or, you're or, just like me, and you don't realize it, or you know, like there's, yeah, some kind of thing like that. I yeah. can see that, or Ben, or like you know, because Ben had that thing with Saeed, like where it was something mm-hmm. along those lines, you know. Um, yeah. Uh, but I think Saeed knew it. And so once again, like, it kind of makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. unlike the, the lock story. Yeah, you're right. They didn't, they didn't write that in. It's, it's just left open. Yeah. 
All right. Well, uh, we'll keep the this idea in mind as we continue to rewatch and uh, see yeah. track the 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 villainous storyline of one block. <laughs> it's really starting to take shape now in season three. Yeah. I think uh, the earlier stuff is just a prelude to what's about to take place. <laughs> He's just getting started. Yeah. <laughs> that lock problem Jack mentioned is, uh, yeah, heating up. Yeah, like, I guess it does become a thing. It's just, like, him saying it in, at the end of season one is a bit premature. Mm-hmm. You know? The real lock problem is, like, way later. Yeah. Take some time to, to uh, boil to the surface. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. It just it seemed a lot smaller back then. They didn't realize like how dangerous he really was. <laughs> you know, like he it doesn't it doesn't seem like someone who's so inept and gullible could like cause that much damage. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, that's that's his uh, magic power. It is. It totally is. All right. Uh... Until next time, thanks and namaste. <laughs> All right, namaste and good luck.